from the prophet Isaiah. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but his righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. The young, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den. The young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. A shoot, just a twig, a sprig, a, a sprout from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will come up that will bear fruit. I have to know in this part of the world, when the, when the vineyards were pruned back, they were pruned all the way back to just a lifeless root on the ground, there in the dust, looking dead as dead could be. But yet from that root, from that stump, would come next year's vineyard. Next year's grapes, next year's fullness and goodness. The prophet Isaiah says a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. Now the stump of Jesse, Jesse is the father of David. Jesse, David living in Bethlehem. And David, David, David represents the heyday the good old days of the nation of Israel. You see, the nation of Israel is at, at the crossroads of the world there in the Mediterranean. And when you live in a crossroads, you're going to get run over quite often. And Israel was always being run over by empires, by Egypt, by Assyria, Persia, by Rome. But for one brief shining moment, there was the kingdom of David. It was a time where empires were on the wane and Israel could expand. Israel could live free. David was the king and even though he was imperfect, these were the heydays, the best of days, the good old days, 
the Ark of the Covenant was brought up to Jerusalem. The temple was built. Oh, when they think of David, when they think of Jesse, all they think about is the good old days when everything was right. And now, now it's just a stump. In the days when the prophet Isaiah spoke, it was not good. In the days when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Rome ruled Israel. It was not good. A shoot, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From its roots, a branch will bear fruit. One will come who will rule with counsel and, and might and, and wisdom and faithfulness. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and just the breath of his lips will slay the wicked. He will have the knowledge of the fear of the Lord and delight in the fear of the Lord. What does that mean to delight in the fear of the Lord? It, it means that there is something greater than you. God, God, to realize that it's not just up to you, to realize that you're not alone, that you're not by yourself, to delight in the fear of the Lord. One day, one day, one will come and set everything right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? It's hard, isn't it? It's hard because we, we live in the world where it looks like everything is set wrong. Can we even imagine that there will come a day where everything will be put right, where righteousness, faithfulness, there will come a day where joy, joy will be known over all the earth. Can we imagine that? Most days we don't, do we? We're either just trying to make it through or, or we get caught up in the, in the gloom of the world. Oh, woe is me. Oh, everything used to be great, but now, now it's not. So easy to do that. And, and sometimes for Christians, it's, it's easy for us to get down into seeing everything that's wrong with the world because we know the healing that Jesus can bring. We know the grace and forgiveness that he offers. We know the salvation that he has. And then we look at the world and we don't see any of that. And it's so easy to just start to point out everything that's wrong with the world. Oh, we as Christians can fall into that trap so, so easy. I know I have from time to time. I know the church often, uh, church isn't what it used to be. Oh, woe is me. We open the book of Lamentations and just sort of live there forever. I, I had a church maybe 20, 30 years ago. And, and in, the, in this church on Christmas Eve, you know, we would finish the service. The service would just be finishing. And it was my practice. Then I would go to the back of the church to do the benediction. And you know, can you just picture Christmas Eve? You know how wonderful it is. I had my candle and I could look down and see all the candles and silent night was just finishing. And I would stand there just in awe. And then the usher would walk behind me and go, 10 less than last year. Oh, had to take the knife out of my back to 
give the benediction. They said in that church you had to pass a grumpy test to be an usher. I don't know if it was true, but it pretty much was true. Well, one day a lady came in during the week and she said, I left my umbrella at church this Sunday. I left my umbrella here. And I said, Gladys, I don't think it was raining on, on Sunday. She goes, oh, yes, it was. Oh, yes, it was. And the secretary says, well, let's check the usher's book. See, they had this big usher's book and they would write down the attendance. They would even write down the weather in the usher's book. So we opened the usher's book to last Sunday and you know what the weather was? Gloomy. And I know exactly who had written that gloomy. But we as Christians can sometimes think the world is gloomy, that it's not the way it should be. It's not the way Jesus wants it. It's just simply gloomy. But if we as Christians don't imagine a day when everything will be made right, no one else in the world is going to do it. No one. It's up to us. Can we, can we imagine? Can we taste it? Can we see it? Can we believe that there will come a day? Oh, there will come a day when the, when the wolf will lie with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling will just all hang out together. The cow will feed with the bear. The, the lion will eat straw like the ox. And a little child, a little child will leave them. Can we believe that there will be peace like that on the holy mountain, on all the world? Can we believe that joy will come? Joy will come to the world. Can we imagine? Why on earth did God give us an imagination if all we do is imagine the past, the good old days? We don't have to imagine the past. We lived the past. We saw it with our own eyes. But oh, oh, it's so easy to do. I even had the, the old Christmas pictures out when I was a little boy sitting under the tree and, and just looking at that. So easy to get caught up in, in the past. But if we as Christians don't imagine a future, if we don't imagine a day when joy will come, imagine a day where peace will rule, imagine a day where hope will fill the earth, if we don't do it, no one's going to do it. It's up to us. It's up to us to, to feel it, to sense it, to see it out of the corner of our eye, and to live our life accordingly. I was watching a movie or a show recently and one of the characters was saying, well, you know, I just try to get my mind there. And the other one says, so, so you, you just try to think of it or imagine it? He says, yeah, I just try to get my mind there and hope my rear end follows. And I thought, oh, that's, that's a good image. Just try to get my mind there. And if I can get my mind there, then I hope, hope my rear end will follow. Hope the rest of me will follow. I thought, what a powerful image for Christians. If we can just get our mind there, if we can just imagine that there will come a day where one will rule and set everything right, if we can just imagine maybe the rest of us will follow, maybe the, the world will follow us. We should live our life every day, even when we wake up with aches and pains and, and, and not enough money in the checking account and worried about our job and worry about our family. Even when we, we wake up in the messiness of life, we should 
Imagine that it's not always going to be like that. Even when we feel cut off at the knees, can we imagine that a shoot will come up out of the stump, a sprout, just a sprig, just a leaf, just a little green thing will come and bear fruit. Spend some time this week. And Christmas is the best time to do it because you feel it, don't you? You know, it's a lot of work sometimes, but, but when you're decorating, Friday night we finally, we finally decorated, trimmed our tree. So Friday night we could sit there looking at the tree and I love tinsel and his tinsel brings it alive when the furnace comes on, the tinsel's swaying and moving. You can feel it. Spend some time to just feel it in this Christmas season that all's right with the world. There's always a moment in Christmas when you just feel tingly and all is right with the world. And imagine that that's going to come. That's going to be someday. Get your mind there and hope the rest of your life follows. Let us pray. Almighty God, you gave us this gift of imagination. We can picture things that aren't even there. Help us to imagine your coming. Help us to see and taste your love for us. Help us to hope against hope. Help us to believe in peace, even in the midst of argument and turmoil. Help us, O oh God, to taste your joy and know it's coming. It's on the way. It's in the mail. It's already speeding here. Joy to the world. Amen.